Billy. What's up, Mr. Gates? Well, you know Halloween's right around the corner. Um, do you ever watch any horror movies? Of course I watch horror movies. Of course I do. What's, what's some of your favorites? Um, Just so off the top of the head. Off the top of the head, uh, The Fourth Kind, I think is my favorite. Okay. Have you seen it? I have. That's your favorite of all time? Really? I love it. I don't know why. Listen, okay, I got, I got conned into thinking that this thing was real. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay. So when I saw it, I saw it at my mom's house, and it was there were tons of people there. And I was like, right. you know, because they, they kind of make it like a documentary, like if it's like a real thing, you know, and I'm like, yo, is this yeah, real? Yeah, the Blair Witch thing. Right. And right. I'm like, yo, did this happen? I'm like, this is heartbreaking, you know, and I was fully invested. And uh, then, of course, when I got home, I started to research and I, and I figured out that it wasn't real. But <laughs> <laughs> that you got played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right but on. but uh, but I still dug the hell out of it, you know, and I, I you there's something to be said for movies when you watch them the first time, you know? Right. Because it's, it's, right. A, it's a feeling that you're never going to get back. So when you watch right, it again, right. it's still good. But, um, you know, it's not like that first time. But I vividly remember the first time. And I was a grown-ass man, Mr. Gates. Okay, like, right. uh, like uh, uh, horror films aren't supposed to scare me or put me into anything. And I was like, damn, that did it for me. And I, I want that feeling again. I don't know if I'll ever get it again in my life. But I want that back, you know. Even if well, it's even if it's fake, what's up? Well, well, I think it was the fact that you, the first time you were watching it, you thought you were watching a bona fide documentary. Right, almost, yeah, yeah. almost. I think, so, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I but think, isn't isn't uh, Mila Jovovich in that movie or something? I, I don't know. I'm horrible with actors, so I have no idea who's <laughs> in it. <laughs> I just thought it was dope. I, I, let me look it up because I'm pretty sure she is. And if that's the case, <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, hey, you didn't stop the thing. This, this uh, chick is way too hot to be getting abducted by aliens. Well, I, well, I knew it wasn't her. <laughs> like I knew they were playing a role, but I thought the story oh, was real, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I thought the story right. behind it was real. Yeah, she's super hot. Um, but um, on top of that, uh, The Exorcist had me sleeping in my living room when I was a kid uh, because absolutely. I think every every anybody born. In that era, right? That was the movie. That mm-hmm. was the movie that did it. Right? That scary and ass movie. I'm gonna tell you what. You really want to get scared? Read the book. Really? The book is way worse than the movie. Yeah, I read the book when I was in my 20s, my early 20s, and I slept with the lights on. <laughs> See, that, so that book is just scary. That yeah. that movie is is supposed to be actually based on real events. And that's why we're here today. We're gonna talk about horror movies that are based. But supposedly based on true stories. Right, right. All right. And the exorcist, of course, being amongst those. Right. And um, now, of course, originally it was it was uh, a boy, a little boy. Who yes. Was yes. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, the, the 40s sometime in the, in the 40s. And um, it was supposedly well documented. Of course, it was the 40s. So it's not like they have video footage of it. But a lot of the stuff that happened in the movie supposedly happened uh, during the exorcism of this little boy. Right. Yeah. So 
Um, but but yeah, but there's tons of movies like this that that are that claim to be based on a true story, and it's hard to tell how many of these are based on an actual true story versus inspired by mm-hmm. a true story. Like, have you ever seen The Strangers? I have not. You never seen The Strangers? I don't think so. No, <laughs> that that's that is a truly horrifying film. Really. Yes. Like, like There's you no know, monsters, nothing supernatural, nothing supernatural in this movie, but it is horrifying. Really, I gotta, I gotta put that on the list, and I, I watch it. Yeah, I, I've been watching slasher films. Uh, oh, well, then you should watch The Strangers. Oh, I can't wait. Then I can't because I, yeah. I, I started watching them just one day. They gave a marathon on AMC, right? And they had okay. uh, the Halloween movies, which are dope. You know, uh, right. they had the Freddy movies, which were exaggerated but still cool right and then yeah. right right after that they played scream and that was in the right. 90s and i was telling right. my, my my wife i'm like you know i really dig slasher films but i dig them right. from the 80s and the 70s because it's a different feel like the the Absolutely. the right 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 so i was watching scream and it was an updated yeah. version i was a teenager you know, and it was it was it was like an updated version of a slasher film, but it didn't have the same. I don't know that Janessa. You know what? What's up? I have to I have to disagree with you there. I thought Scream was a great recall to the '80s period. It was kind of like a, a, a almost a parody, right, of the '80s films, and it was very well done. Uh, at least Scream Part One. Well, I didn't hate I it. it. I liked a, it. I liked the film. I just yeah. didn't. I just didn't like it as a slasher film. From right, like right. it's 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 the it's the way it's shot. So if you look at Scream, yeah. right, it's it's very polished. You know, some of course, some yeah, of yeah. some of these movies in the in the early eighties were kind of like you were watching something and it <clears throat> and it wasn't one hundred percent crisp. You know, like the the, the way. So you the, like the grindhouse? Yes, look. yes, okay. that's exactly the way. I was looking yeah, for the that's word. That's true, it, 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 and I'll tell you what it, yeah. it's. Um, what, what what that is is you know they were using film back then right and uh there's something in the color coloring of, of the film so like when it was a dark scene it was really dark right. whereas in the newer movies it's kind of a blue it's like a blue tint right it's very crisp and so yeah it, it, it there is something about the grainy true black uh of the darkness in in a, in a 1970s 1980s horror film that very hard to replicate unless you're using some kind of filter today. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I agree with you there. So, so that's the thing. It adds to it. You know what I mean? But then like you start thinking that some of these, stu- some of these things are real. Like, uh, so you, you asked me for some, right? So I had the exorcist and okay. I told you the fourth yeah. kind, which I love, right? I love the freaking fourth kind. Um, I right. got, I'm going to watch it again before Halloween. And right, um, right. really my favorite horror film of all time is the shining. I can Shiny. watch, yeah, I can watch that at whatever time, whenever it comes on. I, I just yeah, love Shiny watching. Is, yeah, that's um, a true, cl- the soundtrack is out of control. Really? Uh, you know, when I make music and I like to sample stuff, I use The Shining. Um, yeah, the soundtrack is just, that's what, that's, re- if you really, it's the soundtrack that really adds the eerie. Because when you watch that film, you just feel bad the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's the music. It's it's the droning violins. It's the, you know, next time just pay attention to the music in the background, and you'll see why you feel the way you do, why you're kind of unnerved, and, you know. And and you know, shout out to 
uh, Stanley Kubrick's film work, of course. Of course, right. It's the sound, it's the the, the droning, you know, the, uh, you know, like I say, those violins and the, those, you know, uh, the plucks, the pluck, the pizzicato strings and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, Shining is is is, is a scary, a, a great example of of a, of a true horror film. Um, although Stephen King, believe it or not, would disagree. Well, yeah, he wrote uh, you know, it, right? Uh, who wrote this? Yeah, yeah he wrote it, and, and wrote it. Kubrick uh, put it in the took, movie, right? And took yeah, liberties with it. He just took total liberties because the movie, Kubrick's movie, which most of us, you know, at our age group, we saw the movie before we read the book. Oh, I still have the movie's read the book. better than the book. Okay, <laughs> the movie uh, Kubrick's version is better than King. Now, Stephen King did make his own version of The Shining later. In the '90s, I believe it was like a made-for-TV miniseries, and it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> you can imagine somebody just took license with your creation and made it better, or maybe we're just biased because we saw his first. I don't know, but I mean, um, it's it's a pretty good film, you know. So it is right. It's it's Very hard. Well it's Very it's hard great. to uh, it's hard to take away from it. You know, uh, Stephen yeah. King. I'm sure he did his thing with it and laid out the groundwork for it. But uh, Kubrick, oh, Kubrick took it to another level, even though I've never read, right. uh, you know, the the book. So right. Take that for what I it's tried. Worth. I tried. I couldn't get through it. I was like, this isn't as good as a movie. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Exorcist, however, the book is way better than the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. It stays true. Same with Rosemary's Baby. Uh, the, Rosemary's the Baby was stayed. dope. It was That was a scary film. Yeah, and the book is just as good. Uh it's uh, it, it it stays true to the to you know the the film stayed true to the book. All right, cool. And um, not the sequel though. Never read Rosemary's Baby the sequel. It's terrible. <laughs> like the Antichrist is all grown up and shit. This shit is whack. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is straight garbage. It was whack. Um, all right. I can't remember the name of it, but I read it and I was like, dude, what? And, you know, he did he did that that whole. Uh, that that thing where they wait too long to make the sequel, kind of like The Godfather Part Three. Right. You know, he took way too long, so by the time he wrote it, years after you know the release of the original book, he had lost his luster. Right. And that book is terrible. What did you yeah, think? So, oh, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead. Mr. King. No, 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 tell no, me. Please, you go ahead. I had, I had nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> what did you think of Child's Play? Like, all right, see, like this is a slasher film. And yeah. while it wasn't based on true events, it was inspired by yeah. true events with Robert the Doll. The Robert right. story. Right, right. right. So that's that always been silly to me. That's always been silly to me. They, they, have you they, seen Robert? I have. That, that doll looks stupid. It's like a, <laughs> it looks stupid. But there's, there's nothing scary about Robert the Doll. There are so many legends that, that people have gone there and disrespected this doll, and then they end up dying days later. Right. right i've heard that and i'm just like get out of here i'll kick the shit out of robert <laughs> <laughs> but if i'm ever anywhere and robert comes walking his little ass up i'm gonna kick him square in the midsection <laughs> and that demon is gonna be so sorry it possessed that doll same with chucky like i didn't get it i was like i will mess chucky up right i, I never understood <laughs> that man but but whatever he is scary hold as hell on, though. hold What's on up? though uh-huh. hold What's on up? i don't know if you remember this i don't know if you ever saw this from when we were kids mm-hmm in the 19, late 1970s, a, a movie came out called The Trilogy of Terror. Well, I wasn't alive in the late 1970s. No, you didn't have to be alive. The movie's still there. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just uh-huh. saying it came out. Which one? Which one and is it? Uh-huh. it was a trilogy of terror, and it was three short horror stories. Mm-hmm. But the only one that's worth remembering 
is about a doll. Okay. This lady buys some kind of African doll that supposedly has a witch doctor spirit in it. And so you can't remove the chain. Right. And she, I don't know if she bought it as a gift for somebody, but she sets the doll down before she takes a shower and the chain falls off. So when she gets out the shower, this doll is gone. Right. And it's like this little Zulu warrior with a spear and he's like chasing her around her penthouse. <laughs> and it was horrifying as a kid. It's silly. Now you can find it on anybody can look it up on YouTube. Just put in Trilogy of Terror Doll. Right. And they'll have that little segment on there. It's probably about 10 or 15 minutes long. But it's starring Karen Black, who was the original uh, Scream Queen. Like she was right. like in every horror movie in the 70s. Okay. Um, but dude, like Chucky was kind of, you know, kind of played off of that because that that movie had such an impact on on any kids that saw it. Like you watch it now again, it's silly, but as a child, that was every child thought that that little doll was under their bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I'd enjoy the hell out of it. I think I'm gonna watch it for sure. Like I like stuff Absolutely. like that. I love watching stuff like that. So it makes sense to right. me. So let's talk about Robert the doll. What do you know about Robert the doll? This this is the doll um, that. The haunted doll that supposedly inspired Child's Play in other films like it. Right, man. Um, I know that George Bush went to visit the doll, Robert the doll, and he, he? put yes, he did, and he put a, <laughs> he put a message there because you have to. He he's uh protected behind this uh this like glass case down in yeah. Florida. I think I want to go see him. Um, okay. And and um, and George Bush went down there. Like tons of famous people have gone down there to see him, but George Bush went and he left a message. And because you have to leave a message and paste it on, on the okay. that's the legend, right? You paste it on on the on the protective glass that they have there. Otherwise, some bad shit's gonna happen to you. And there's there's stories of I, I remember one story that uh, they went in there and kind of disrespected Robert. Said it was nonsense. And right. then, then I don't know if it was a he or a she, but got killed crossing the street directly after that. Like almost oh, right hilarious. afterwards, she crossed. Stri- <laughs> she crossed. <laughs> that's hilarious. She Did crossed, we ever find out up? what Bush's message was? Let me find. Me? Let me look it up. Let me look it up. I'll look it up. Uh, <laughs> like, it's got to be something. Please let our new world order go off without a hitch, Robert. Please. <laughs> <laughs> evil recognize evil right there. He was, he was good. He was like, hey, don't worry about it. Nothing's gonna happen to you till you turn ninety three. Anyway, it's a new idea, a new world order. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's pretty. That's yeah, a yeah, pretty good. I, I, that's a pretty good uh, impression, Mister Gates. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, okay, so so okay. Speaking of dolls, since we're talking about Robert the doll, let's talk about another famous, supposedly real haunted doll that had a movie inspired by it. More recently, Annabelle. Right. Have you right. first of all? Have you seen the movie? I have seen Annabelle. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that was a true story? I did. I did know it was a true story. <laughs> have you ever seen the original Annabelle? Yes, I have. It's a Raggedy Ann doll. <laughs> Which is stupid. Right, man. It was stupid. such a letdown because I didn't know about the original Annabelle until right. I saw this Annabelle film, right? And right. and then I found out, no, the conjuring happened actually, and that's when I found out. Then I got uh-huh. turned on to to all of this and uh they uh who was it the War- warren right the, ed the, and lorraine warren ed and lorraine warren they're based out of connecticut right it's yeah. not far from me and i i right. was trying to go down there of course uh, they've both they're both passed now um right. and they the museum was still running for some time and now 
now you you can't. They were doing some type of construction or whatever. I have to try to follow up again to see if I can still go because it's really not far from me. And that's when right. I saw, and then I saw the Annabelle movie come out and then I went and checked. And I'm like, Annabelle is Raggedy Ann. I'm like, oh, right. that's a letdown. Now, I'm movie, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the movie, they make this doll look truly scary. You're like, wow, mm-hmm. that, that is a creepy. First of all, who would buy that creepy ass? Right, doll? right, right, right. Now, now, did you ever hear the uh, the origin story of the, the true story of Annabelle? From what I remember, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I might be, uh, uh, they they purchased Annabelle at some some uh, like a, a Goodwill store or some something like that, and right. uh, and um, it was it was this kid's like favorite toy, and it a lot of things went down and it caused people to die, but the the, the doll was blamed for it for some reason. What fill in the gaps? Okay, well, well, the, the the way I heard the, the the original owner was actually a college student. Oh, her mother. Okay, I didn't know this. Go for ahead. her, right? Yeah, her mother uh-huh. got it for her. You know, to, to keep in her dorm or apartment or whatever. You know, it was her first time being out on her own. She had a roommate, mm-hmm. and Annabelle was there. So they weird stuff started happening around the house. Things would come up missing. There'd be strange notes written around or whatever. And then one of the girls' boyfriend had visited. And, you know, fell asleep and claimed he woke up to Annabelle choking him. Now, right Damn. there, that's red flags for me. Because I'm like, how, how is uh, Raggedy Ann has pillow hands. How is she going to choke you <laughs> with pillow hands? Right. But, but and you, how difficult yeah. was it to get out of that situation? Right. <laughs> it's a pillow. It's a pillow doll. <laughs> Annabelle would have got her ass whooped up and down that apartment. She she would have she would the demon would have jumped out of her and been like okay this is the wrong doll <laughs> and went and did a GI Joe or something with weapons because Annabelle would have got beat up. And, you know, um, but what if what if they develop some type of hu- superhuman strength? I mean, this is already superhuman anyway, right? So you're laying listen. down and Raggedy Ann stands up. All right, they're, they're, now you know you have a problem. <laughs> Raggedy Ann is walking towards you. It's like what the hell Raggedy am I watching? Ann. Right, go ahead. Raggedy Ann would get punted across that room <laughs> so tough. Like, she has pillow hands. And then, then I would open her up and just take all her stuffing out. So then she'd just be a haunted piece of cloth on the, just writhing around on the floor. There would be no solidness to her. Well, that, that's, that, <laughs> so, that's not nice, Mr. Gates. You, uh, that wouldn't be cool. You would have been haunted hey, for the rest of your life. Not not, not not a good deal. I, I I'd have said hello and 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 kept it moving. I'm like, hey hey, man, I'm, no, <laughs> I need a more worthy opponent than that. I'd be like, dude, why don't you go possess like a statue or something? Then you, you got a chance. You need the dog man. That's what you need. A dog man. Dog <laughs> Which man was, was straighten me out. That's that's the guy that you were afraid of, right? I think it was the dog yeah. man. Dog man is the most of. horrifying cryptid on the planet. <laughs> it's a werewolf it is hey did, hey did you speaking of which not to change the subject did no, you see good. the dog man video that came out recently no no yeah it's this dude he's like he starts the video and he's like i guess he was already live on instagram or whatever and he uh-huh. and, uh he's he's like scared he's like did y'all see it y'all saw it look i'm gonna go back out there so he opens up his backyard door and he goes out there and he's like see i just want to show y'all that that I'm really here. This is really my backyard. And then suddenly you see this thing run across and he jumps back <laughs> in the house. <laughs> it's it's very h- hilarious. But there was something out there. Man. There was something large and black that ran by on two legs. But anyway. Uh, okay. Um, all right. So S- send me the clip to that when you can. 
I will if I can find it. I, I saw it on Instagram. I think it was on my boy's Instagram, but I, I, I'll, I'll locate it and send it to you on Instagram. Cool. Um, yeah. So, all right. So Annabelle. Okay. Now, now, and this brings me to the next subject, which is Ed and Lorraine Warren. Right. Because a lot of horror movies, a lot of the most famous horror movies are based on a real couple who claimed, he claimed to be a demonologist and she claimed to be a psychic. Hmm. And together they were like Ghostbusters. They would go <laughs> places where they were reported to be haunted, and they would, um, um, you know, ghost bust. Right. Um, so let's some of the movies that 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 we know and love that were based around their uh, books and their, and their claims is, of course, the Amityville Horror, which is probably the most famous of the uh, Ed and Lorraine legends right uh the conjuring annabelle uh haunting in connecticut um what was the other one there was one more and i didn't write it down um but anyway oh, mm-hmm. oh it was the latest one the one that just came out uh called um not the possession but it's something it was a real case that happened i think in the 1970s where a guy killed his landlord and they were trying to get him off based on being possessed by a demon nah, and nah, Ed nah. and Lorraine Warren were testifying in his, uh, his, his, uh, you know, his court case, his defense. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Of course it didn't work, you know, but <laughs> I'm glad it didn't work. That, that would have sent us, that, that would have set a new precedence if it did work. Right. Like everybody <laughs> would be using that. <laughs> the, the devil made me do it. Yeah. I evaded taxes because <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you think about Ed and Lorraine, Lorraine Warren? Because there, there was a, I think the, the, the uh, Enfield haunting was based around them too. I don't know if you know about the Enfield haunting. In, I in, don't. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty famous one too. And I believe they had something to do with that as well. Um, what do you think about them? Do you think they were the real thing? Yeah, Mr. Gates, I think they were the real deal. Like, I mean, the real deal to the extent of that they went out there and investigated these things. Right. And they were the people to call, you know. So was he a demonologist and was she a psychic? I have no freaking clue. Right. But but um, but I think they were the real deal as the most modern incarnation of 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 Ghostbusters or or ghost haunting on the Travel Channel. Right. Whatever whatever show that they have out there. Uh, Ed and Lorraine, uh, uh, Lauren, I mean, uh, Warren were doing this uh, back in the day. Uh, around the country and getting paid for it you know so yeah, right well and and most of their money came from the books and the films you know so there's an incentive right there to kind right. of embellish any case you know um and and the reason why they call, you know I call them into question is I I'm not buying the Annabelle thing I'm just not buying that like they <laughs> they, they still I guess they still have her in a glass case too and you can't yeah, go near her yeah she is yeah she I'm is. not buying that like if they want to convince me, put a camera in there and then and open the, the 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 glass case and just every have everybody leave the room and let me see what Annabelle does. So if so she you gets don't, up and walks. Yeah. <laughs> then I'd be like, okay, that's right. probably real. So so then you again, I probably wouldn't believe that either. I would just think it was like after effects. <laughs> right. <laughs> so do you believe that that objects can be possessed? I do. I do. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they can animate like that. Right. You know, I, I do believe that, you know, everything, I mean, we, we have auras, right? We have auras, which is the essence of our life force or whatever. 
Um, and, and, and I believe with, you know, concentrated thought, you can charge a certain object with certain things, be it prayer or a curse. I do believe that, mm-hmm. but like th- to animate it to the point where it gets up and starts walking around and choking people. I, I don't know. Right. I don't right, know. Right. I, I, I've heard of curse. Hey, listen, I, I had a, I, I had a, a, a situation happen where I found this statue of Kali, the, oh, uh, God. Hindu yes, yes, goddess. Yes. Right, right. Right. And it was it was in an art, an art gallery that I worked at and it was just sitting there. So I said, well, this is cool. You know, it was, it was painted black and, you know, she had all the arms and all that. I said, I'm taking this home. This would be a nice addition to my home. I had bad luck from the time I brought that thing home to the time I took it back and found out who owned it. Turned out at night, the, the art gallery would turn into a yoga studio. So a lot of the yoga girls would come in there. And I saw them when I said, did you, did anybody lose a statue? She said, yes. I saw, I got it. Take this motherfucker <laughs> Take back. This back I, I was, right <laughs> now. <laughs> I was having so much bad luck yeah. and I knew it had something to do with that statue. So I, I, I do believe that things, I mean, it could have been in my head. Maybe I just had a string of bad luck at the same time I took it. I don't know. All I know is I was good after I gave it back. So I do believe that things can be cursed. I just don't know if they can animate and walk around and choke people, you know? Yeah, and as far as Ed and Lorraine Warren, I, 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 I think they were scam artists, man. Wow, I think they were scam artists. Now I'm not saying that the the things, the, the places they visited, there wasn't something, you know, that that may have happened, but they definitely embellished it for dramatic, ta- you know, sense. Because I'm just like, okay, well, you know, there has to be a lot of people. There's a lot of ghost hunters. Like they got whole shows on on, you know, like you said, the Travel Channel and all this. Right, all this, all this stuff, right. And every once in a while, if you watch them shows, I don't even watch them because every once in a while somebody would get touched and they'd be like, oh, something touched me. Yeah, it's uh, bullshit. They hear a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, but never nothing like what Ed and Lorraine claimed to have seen. We never, they, they oh, we saw this and the demon got up and flipped us off and jumped through the wall. You'd be like, man, where? Where, <laughs> where is this stuff? Okay, and then the Lutz family, which was the family in the original Amityville Horror, um, years later, the children, as they grew up, they said that it was bullshit. <laughs> that they, it was a money grab. Really? You know, that this stuff really... They, the only thing that, that's true about that case, they said, was that uh, a whole family was slaughtered in that house Oof. before they bought it. Right, right. Right? But as far as the, you know, the, the pig named Jody and all this stuff, like the, the flies, like none of that stuff happened. According to the kids. But then mm-hmm. there's other family members that said, no, that's totally true. So I don't know. I, I, I think that Ed and Lorraine Warren were, they, they found a hustle and they took advantage of it. You know, people would right. call them and then they'd be like, hey, you guys want to make some money out of this? Because, uh, all right, act like this flew off the shelf and then say this, you, you, you floated and say this. It was that easy, I think. Well, I'm you know? down. Like I, I'm yeah. down to be kind for something like this. Like I, I, I am down. Like I, I am so, I so want to go down to see this museum. I want to see Annabelle. Like I, I want to see the real Annabelle. You know what I mean? And if, if nothing, if she never did anything, it's still legendary. It's, it's still something like that is the original thing that they made this movie out of. And maybe it stood up and choked someone one day. Highly unlikely, but maybe it did, you know. So I, I I'm down to to get conned for things like this sometimes. Like I want to sit down and watch. So, but I understand where you're coming from, Mister Gates. Like I, I get it. What's the probability yeah. of these things actually happening? In particular, now everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has cameras. We could capture some of this stuff, but we haven't right. been right. So exactly. uh, 
Yeah. So so. Back, and then mm. when you do see it, like right. on YouTube or whatever, you like, oh, that was, they got an invisible string. It's hard to know because there's all kind of deep fakes. And then there's people, people want attention. You know, they, they, you know, and now it's so easy to edit and make things look like it, make it look like something's happening that's not really happening. So you don't know what's real. Right. Uh, there's been a few videos that I've seen. I was like, okay, that looks real. <laughs> like, I, I think that was a real uh, haunting. So I'm not saying that ghosts don't exist, that demons don't exist, that hauntings don't happen. I'm just saying to the degree that Ed and Lorraine Warren claimed, I, I'm, I'm not buying it. I, I think that they embellish these stories to make them worthy of, uh, you know, for, for a book and a, you know, a movie deal. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So, Well, now right, they, they have this yeah. whole, the New England Society for Psychic Research, funded, right? right I mean, uh, uh, founded by Ed and Lorraine Lauren. I mean, Warren, right. I'm sorry. Uh, and, right. and, and they're holding an event on October 30th in okay. Westbury, Connecticut, you know, in, okay. in memory of, of Ed and Lorraine. And they're gonna have stuff, stuff, stuff going on like other people that that dabble in these things. I might take my ass down there on Saturday. It's the day before Halloween. If I don't I have anything like, to I do, like I to I'm, know, right? Yeah. I I, I, I want to get down there at some point. What were you saying, Mister Gate? No, no, I, I would like to know how that it goes down there too. I mean, you know, <laughs> like a, a society like that, those things go back right to the 1800s when there was a whole spiritualist movement, right? People right, were really right, getting right. into this. They were always these. You know, the, these these groups of people who together would hold seances and try to search for some kind of psychical or paranormal truth, you know, and I, I just don't know if I'm buying everything that they were selling us, man. Um, how about the how about the exorcist, though, Mr. Gates? Do you think that was real? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I see. Here's the thing. When it comes to demonic possession of people, uh-huh. a lot of that is hard to decipher from schizophrenia. Right? You're right. You're right. You're right. And um, I mean, like every single person that's listening right now has seen a schizophrenic person uh, on the street. You know, a lot of homeless people are, you know, they're schizophrenic. And then, you know, they're 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 saying and, you know, they're moving in certain ways. And, and, and it's it would be scary if this was somebody that you knew who had been normal. And then one day their brain starts to deteriorate and you start to see, you know, you it's easy to chalk that up to possession because this is a different person you right. know mood swing you know now they're saying they're see they're hearing voices and seeing stuff that's that's easily confused with you know some kind of spiritual you know or paranormal activity when it just might be this person is losing their mind right you know right, right. and so um in the case of the little boy uh who was uh what was it his name was roland roland doe mm. and um they claim that naturally they took license in the movie, you know, with the whole floating and the the vomiting of this and that. But they did say that words were popping up on his body mm. and that he he did levitate and that he, you know, you know, it, it, it probably wasn't as dramatic as it looked in the film. But they claim that it happened. But we're talking 1949 that this happened. So. Uh, we've made a lot of great strides when it comes to mental illness since then, because you don't hear about these too much anymore, do you? No, no. I mean, well, right. actually, it depends on where you're listening, right? Because you can you can pop into Coast to Coast AM and you're going to hear about these priests doing all sorts of exorcisms. 
you know so right. i mean so it, it depends on i mean i guess if 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 we listen hard enough we're gonna hear something but i know what yeah, you guess. mean yeah I go guess. ahead it's just i i mean it, it i don't know i like i said i i I talked about it on the show before when 2020 did that first feature. It was the first time exorcism was going to get caught on, on film. I've talked about it a few times on this show. Mm-hmm. And I remember being so excited waiting for this. And then leaving that episode being like, dude, that, that girl was just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing super. I was expecting to see The Exorcist, the movie. Right. But I didn't. I just saw a, a crazy girl who was screaming obscenities, you know, because... You know, religion goes deep with people, right? It yeah. goes deep with with uh, with people, and so if you couple that with mental illness, you know, it, it's gonna it's always gonna come in that religious form, right? Right. So you're never gonna hear something. I'm possessed by Darth Vader. And you guys are <laughs> Jedi's, and you know, it's always gonna be possessed by that, you know. And right. I'm pretty sure when it comes to uh, you know possession in Islamic countries, it's gonna be Shaitan. And and uh, they're possessed possessed by the jinn or something like that. Right, right, right. And wherever you are, you know. So I don't know. I'm, the jury's still out on, on demonic possession uh, for me. Right, right, right. But uh, you know, I I've heard stories that of of uh, of it being legit. But then again, I, I I like to side with you on this, and it, it could be just completely like people that have that have you know have mental illness to the point where it looks like they're demonically possessed. Now, you right. can't explain away words popping up on people's skin. That right? one is crazy. That's something yeah. else altogether, right? You know, but or I'd have to see that. Of course. I'd of have course. to see that. Right, right. You I'd know? have to see it too. Because I, I, I could hear it all day, but I have to see go to hell pop up on someone's arm just out of nowhere like a welt. And I'm like, yo, right. that's right. a hell of a magic trick if that's what right. you're doing. <laughs> you know. so, so how did you do that go ahead right so 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 going back to slasher flicks you said that uh the slasher the slasher genre is amongst your favorites of horror film but there's quite a few of those even mm-hmm. that are purported to be based on a true story really uh the first ever slasher flick well they call it the first i, I guess it was the first box office smash slasher flick was of course psycho by mm. Alfred Hitchcock right. in the 1960s, starring Jennifer, uh, what's her name? J- Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Uh, Jamie okay. Lee Curtis's mother, as a matter of fact. Wow. Uh, okay. The, the famous shower scene, right? And, um, you know, that was the first time a knife attack was shown on screen like that to American audiences. So it was horrifying. Even though Alfred Hitchcock used the ingenious. Uh, tactic of never showing the knife hit the skin didn't you know it, you just heard it he was stabbing a, a watermelon and so it sounds like it's stabbing flesh <laughs> and um so that that pretty much set off this genre of of, of films but right. what a lot of people don't know it was that was inspired by a true story wow um ed gein you ever heard of ed gein no, not, not I, I heard of Ed Gaines, not Ed, Ed Gein. Tell me about it. Okay, Ed Gein was a serial killer. Uh, one of the, uh, uh, I don't want to say first, because, I mean, shit, you got to go back for that. Jack the Ripper. Right. Um, <laughs> but he, he was notorious. He was in Wisconsin, and this would have been in the 1930s, I believe, or 40s. And uh, he would kill women and take their skin and... When they went to his house, he had made lampshades of their skin. He had made sick shit is belts. This, man. 
Yeah, and he had an obsession with his mother. Um, so that's where the Norman Bates character was inspired in Psycho. Uh, all right. But Ed Gein has 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 almost all of the, the the big horror films. He was the original uh, source for it. As many serial killers that are out there. This seems to be the one because I think it was just the whole skin thing because uh, Silence of the Lambs, of course, the, the the serial killer in there, Buffalo Bill, that right. was his thing. He wanted to make a woman's suit out of you know human skin. Um, <laughs> then you had Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, with Leatherface. Yes. Yeah, Leatherface, of course, his face was made out of human skin, um, also uh, inspired by Ed Gein. And then there's another movie I never saw from the 70s called Deranged. Um, never saw it, uh, but that was also inspired by the exploits of Ed Gein. Um, so look him up when you you know you know done eating for the day. Um, this guy was <laughs> he was a piece of work. Sounds <laughs> but, like uh, it, Mr. Gates, man. Uh, Texas Chainsaw is fantastic. Yeah, I love yeah. the original. I love the remake. They're just yeah. really good. I thought good the remake movies. was pretty good. Usually I thought so too. Suck. Yes, yeah, exactly. They're good. not good, but uh, yeah. but I love the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I, I I dig the entire story. Um, yeah. Now that's not based on true story, right? It's just the character is is just the been. character. Yeah. Right. See, that's the difference between based on true story and inspired. There have yeah. been movies about mm. Ed Gein, like straight up. Uh, right. that you can watch but these all of these murder killers were inspired and, and i'm sure there's tons more uh in hollywood uh that have taken it, pretty much anything that has to do with skinning somebody was um was taken directly from the the true exploits of uh ed Gein. good time back so, to the, oh, I'm sorry, yeah yeah um, back to deranged oh not deranged i'm sorry the strangers Right. Okay. Oh yeah. Tell me about the strangers. Show, I told you. Right. The strangers is a horrifying movie, dude. Like it's gonna scare the hell out of your wife, especially. Just watch it. Like <laughs> I said, there's nothing supernatural. There's nothing, it, but uh, it's a ride, and it was inspired by the Manson murders. Mm. Um, it, it's not a direct copy or direct bite. It was just the 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 creator said that it was the the Manson murders, where it was just like this random you know, uh, what seems to be a random, you know, killing, um, uh, you know, at night. And so just watch it. I don't want to spoil it for you at all. I'll watch uh, that's that a for sure. great Halloween film. Great Halloween film. Uh, I'll definitely um, watch based on, on the Manson murders, uh, big shouts to Neil Sanders, my boy, big shouts right to the Epic journeyman also. And, uh, Jimmy Jean, they also did a lot of work into, they into the, into did. the Manson murders. So go, go, go check them for, for some of that. But yeah, I'm right. definitely going to watch. You know which one I got, Mr. Gates, that I, I haven't fully watched yet, but it intrigues me a lot, is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's supposed to be based on on a true story, supposedly. I heard that. Right, heard and that. It, it's yeah. about this, uh, this young woman that uh, she was possessed, and the priest, you know, uh, there was a priest trying to, you know, perform an exorcism on her, and she died, and he went to jail for her murder. Right. So and, and I mean, it take a full year that like that exorcism lasted a year. Was that the one? It was a long exorcism. Yeah. I don't know how long it lasted, but it was definitely several months of, or a year. It was, it, it took a bit to get it yeah. done. Um, but they made a movie of this. I don't know what happened at the end of it uh, because I haven't finished watching it, but I, I have to, I have to go back and do that. I actually started watching it last week. 
because I've been I've been in this Halloween mode, you know. So I'm like, okay, let's right. see what's going on. Let's see what they're giving on television. And whenever I can sneak away, you know, I, I start watching a little bit of this. So I started watching this, and I was like, oh, this is based on a true story. So that, that's you interesting. Know, I mm-hmm. never watched it either. I don't watch anything possession or th- anything anymore. Because I know it's always going to involve throwing up, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're now right. One, no, I take that back. One that I did watch that was actually scary. It's available on Netflix, I believe. It was called Veronica. What is that? That, too, it is sounds a scary. story. Dude, what yeah, is, I know, huh? <laughs> as soon yeah, as no, you hear I, something like that. Yeah, it's, I think it's on Netflix now still, but it's, it's a, it, this was a true story. It took place in... What was it? Israel? No, no, no. Might have been Italy. Mm. It was someplace that wasn't here. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this girl gets, or maybe, I don't know. It was somewhere over there. And, that narrows uh, it down pretty well, Mr. Gates. Don't worry about it. It's good. <laughs> yeah, just look for anything, anybody possessed outside of America. Um, yeah, this girl gets possessed you know, after playing with the Ouija board. And it was actually oh. well done and really creepy. Right. Uh, so that's, that's another one to put on your list. What um, do you think of Ouija boards? Uh, Ouija boards, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think that they're, listen, again, even though I, th- I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the stuff that people claim is bullshit, I do believe in spirits and ghosts and all that shit, right? Right. So do I. And I think I think that, uh, the, the, I think it's basically a, a internet keyboard to the other side. <laughs> so. Wow. Wow. Really? To, yeah. You get to messing with that stuff. You can draw stuff to you. You can, you know open some kind of portal yeah um, man yeah i don't i don't i don't even mess around i'm like i don't even you know I, there's no ouija boards in my house there will not be i'm having a halloween party this saturday there will be no ouija boards present you sure you don't and want me to send you one i can i can pick nah, one up I'm and good. send it to you you no, can display it right I'm, in the I'm middle i'm gonna tell you why no check, i'm gonna up? tell you why um years ago i had bought my girlfriend at the time a an angel board and this was supposed to be the antithesis to the Ouija board. And this was okay. is like, it works the same, except you talk, you can only talk to angels. It was basically just a Ouija board with angels on the board. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, so, you know, we just had that at the house. It was this novelty thing. Right. Right. And so one time I had, um, her little sister, uh, was babysitting, uh, my kids. And so it was her, there were teenagers. Her and her friends were in, in, you know, in the apartment while we went out. And when I came back, I knew something wasn't right in my house. The energy was just off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and, and I just ran by, I said, ask your sister if they were playing with the angel board. And she did. And of course they were. They were teenagers. Yeah. Of course they were going to play with it. Right. And I mean, nothing supernatural happened. Like, you know chandeliers didn't start swinging and nothing but I, I i felt the energy change and i i you know i just asked was she playing with it and they said yes so i was like that that must have had something to do with it so we got rid of that and yeah. well, um, that's supernatural in itself mr gates yeah you know while yeah, while yeah. while you know we didn't have uh you know chandeliers breaking and stuff like that you still <laughs> felt something as I soon as you it, walked yeah. into the home so that's that's not normal that would be considered supernatural so wow right right yeah yeah right. yeah so yeah i don't deal with those i don't i don't i don't play with that um like i don't deal with them either right but i yeah. would like an ancient one like an old one and ancient's probably not the right word to use even but worse 
I would. I just. I don't want to touch it. I'm not gonna play with it. I just want it on display. Like that's it. I just want to. Okay. Yeah, that's my Ouija board. Get it to display if you don't touch it. Well, you know, maybe I have somebody bring it in or something. This is all hypothetical. I haven't really thought this through. It's just something that that I want to do. Like I want to have one from like the 1800s or the 1700s. Like wait, those are the worst ghosts. Yes, I know, I know, I know. They dress stupid. <laughs> hey there, Chiba! <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck out of here. Well, I, at least I'd laugh before I get haunted. But but at the end of the day, like I, I'd like to just have one, and because they look super cool, you know they do. Like not to touch it, I wouldn't try to conjure up any spirits, but I'd like to own one. I I actually had the foremost expert on Ouija boards on the fringe, uh, the okay. foremost collector. And he has a couple of ancient ones. He told me a story once that uh, when he was building his museum, he invited me out to his museum in Denver, in Colorado. I got to go out there one day and do it. But uh, he, he was building the museum. It's in the basement of his home, almost like Ed and Lorraine uh, Warren, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, and there were a bunch of Mexicans building out the museum. And when they found out what it was for, half of yeah. them just picked up and left. They're like, right. nope. We're not doing this. And they just picked up and left. I thought it was a pretty funny story. But that also goes to show like the power of these things, you know. And they make entire movies out of them. Like Ouija, Ouija had, a, had, a, had a movie. It was called Ouija. I haven't seen a Ouija. Or did whatever you ever, you see, did you ever see Witchboard? I think I did see that stupid ass movie. I I did see Dude, that movie. I love that movie. What are you talking about? That was about? horrible. Unless we're not talking about the same thing. <laughs> I saw, I, 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 I'm almost positive that I saw this movie. On the Sci Fi yeah. Channel, yeah it, yeah, it was. I don't think it was good at all. But anyway, you tell me what was it's it? 80s what was campy? It? Well, first of all, I had Tani Katane, rest in peace, who was absolutely just stunning to me. Um, she was in. This is the same movie. It is the same movie. Yes, it's a yeah. horrible movie. This movie is horrible, <laughs> Mister Gates. I mean, it's good if you like horrible shit. No, you know, no. like it's, you know it's, what it is. It goes that? right back to what you said earlier. There's something to be said for the first time you watch something. You're absolutely and right. When that movie came out, I was in junior high school and there was a movie theater right down the street from our school. So every Friday, we, 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 as our bus drove by, we'd see the new, you know, the new movies coming out. And we, I remember we saw Witchboard. We were like, all right, let's see that tonight. And so we all went in there, <laughs> a bunch of us, and we had a good time. So I think that that's why I, I, that, I, that I hold a, a special place in my heart for that movie. It, oh is, it is campy as shit. I'll give you that. But it's not a bad movie, man. It's not a bad movie. Which Plus, Tiny Contain is fine. 1986. I I remember. I I saw this not too long ago. Um, Yeah, that's the one. Hold on. Jesus. This this was a horrible movie, Mr. Gates. This must have have been like... (laughs) This must have been you having a good time with your pals, you know, and and chilling at the time. It was. Because this was bad. You know know how you try to show your kids stuff that was cool to you when you were a kid? And they're just like, this is lame. Right, right, right. Like, they couldn't even make it through the first hour. (laughs) They were like, I'm not watching this. This is crap. They made more of them. (laughs) They made a part two, a part three, a part four. Well, of course. You know, they're always going to do. That's every horror movie. If if they make any money at the box office, they're going to do six or seven more. (laughs) uh, Now, did you ever see the film The Entity? No, never. Okay. This came out in the early 80s. It was based on a true story. Uh, single mother in Northern California had got, you know, gotten a house. Uh, she was struggling. She, she wasn't doing well at all financially and all this. And according to her, um, a spirit began to rape her nightly. 
Mm. And her children witnessed this. Um, the investigators that came in said that they witnessed it. How do and, they witness that? Well, she's, you know, being raped by something that's not there. And, okay. And, uh, All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the son claimed that he had ran in, you know, she was screaming. So he ran in there and something was holding her down and moving her in a way she oh. shouldn't have been able to move herself. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know much about the entity story. Um, I, I, I know there's a book on it. Um, I don't know what became of the woman that um, was the victim of this, but um, I never heard like none of her kids ever grew up and say, yeah, my mom was crazy. And, you know, she made that up. Right. You know, so now, now earlier we spoke about we spoke about um, Alfred Hitchcock with Psycho. Right. Right. Did you know that birds have you ever seen birds? I have seen birds. Birds is dope. Did you know that was based on a true story? No, nah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it happened in 1961 in Santa Cruz, California. A bunch of pigeons and, and seagulls just started attacking the entire town. It was like a whole flock, and they just came down and swooped down and just started attacking everybody and then just Jesus. went away. <laughs> yeah. I believe so, it. The movie right. was dope. Birds is dope. I, I suggest anybody that hasn't seen it go watch it. Like, and it has that old school feel, which makes it even even better. Like, turn Dude, off you know, the lights, you know, and watch it. What's up? You know what's better than that? What's that? Have you ever seen Birdemic? No. What's Dude, Birdemic? Birdemic. Birdemic is a visual masterpiece. Really? It's, it's like it's based on birds. It was like kind of like a, a, a updated version of birds. But this dude kills Alfred Hitchcock. Kill. I mean, I mean, visually, naturally. You know, years later, he had you know a little bit more technology. But Birdemic. Uh, when Bird you get a Demi. chance, yeah, watch the trailer when we get off of here. Everybody, go to YouTube, watch the trailer. Birdemic. <laughs> that is the greatest bird attack film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> No, it's the yeah. greatest bird attack film ever made. <laughs> I didn't know there was a genre avian. for bird attack <laughs> yeah. films. Like it's you know. the greatest avian attack movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. So, yeah, man. And 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 uh, did you have any? What do you have on your list? Well, What's those are the ones about? that I had that I had on my list. You know, um, um, you know, the, like I said, the, the, the Shining and the Conjuring. We spoke about. Wait, spoke was the Shining it. based on a true story? No, it wasn't. Oh, um, at least I don't okay. think so. I hope okay. not. Jesus I'm Christ, that would have been <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> the Conjuring, um, Annabelle, of course. Uh, um, what else? The Exorcist. Uh, what else can I think of? Let me see. Give me a second. Uh, the Girl Next Door was based on a, on a true story that oh, came dude. out in two thousand and seven. Dude, have you uh, seen that movie? I have. Yeah, it's, that's a I, ter- I, man. Yes, that, I agree with you. I mean, it's not it really good. a horror movie, but the fact right. that that was a true story right. is so just insane that right, that right. woman actually got out of prison. It's and incredible. Then, yeah. You know, like, if you guys have never seen The Girl Next Door, watch that movie. It's a true story. It's not a horror film, but it is a true story. And it is horrible what happens in the movie. So in that sense, it is a horror film, but... And let's not ruin it for anybody because that kills the movie. So. Oh yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna ruin it. I'm just saying, watch that movie. It's a, a true story. Just remember right. that you're watching a true story. And um, yeah, so yeah, I but those are those it. are them pretty much, Mister Gates. Go ahead. Sorry. Right, right. I guess that's it. Um, you know, again, there's a big difference between 
inspired by or based on, right? Right. And most, uh, I, I guess you have to with any movie, you're going to have to embellish the facts, you know, to make it a little bit more um, exciting so that right. people, you know, because I, I, I think if, yeah, yeah, most ha- real world hauntings are, are kind of anticlimactic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not as dramatic as we see in the films. Just, oh, the teacup moved. You see that? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and everything's not going to be like poltergeist. You know, but dude, poultry guys. To, to to that point, I know, I know, yeah. I know, we're getting out of here. But no, but no, to yeah. that point, uh, poultry guys wasn't a true story. But the little girl that was in in poultry guys died early, and that dude, the and whole she, cast died. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that that was um what what makes that movie worth watching and scary as shit. I, I was really afraid of that little girl when I was a, when I was a kid. And then yeah. I found out that that she passed so early on, and it made it even worse, you know. Right. So just just to mention that, go ahead. Did you uh, did you know that 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 was that that was originally the script for E. T. What was the script for E. T. <laughs> Poltergeist. How, how the hell were they gonna pull that off? Like what? Originally, Steven Spielberg was writing a horror film about aliens that come down oh. and terrorize a family. And it was Harrison Ford's wife that told him, no, you know, don't do that. Make an alien, friendly alien movie and wow. then just make a whole other horror movie. And he's like, you know, good idea. And so <laughs> I'm glad he took that idea. Was almost poltergeist. <laughs> and he ended up getting two box office smashes out of it. How about that? For real. So right. Shout out to Harrison Ford's wife, whoever she was at the time. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right, real quick, just real quick, your top three horror, and they don't have to be true stories, just your top three films that you recommend the listeners go watch for this Halloween season. Go. All right. The Shining you must do, right? It's it's almost the three hours or, or maybe a little bit more than that, but it's no. incredible. Three hours? That's not three it's hours. Al- it's almost it's like three two hours. two and a half hours. Well, almost three hours. Two and a half. Okay. That's two and a half hours. All right. So all right. go go watch the Shining, it is layered, layered in symbolism. Like, I mean, especially if you're listening to this show, you listen to Power Awareness, you're into all of this. Go watch The Shining. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So many different interpretations of what actually went down, almost scene by scene. Like, I mean, it's just, and it's incredible acting. You know, it's just a great freaking movie. I love right. it. Of course, I said the fourth kind at the top of the hour. I am standing by that. Go watch okay. The Fourth Kind and listen, take it for what it's worth. It's not bullshit, okay? Look it up later and find out if it is or isn't. Go into it looking at it as if it's not bullshit and even better. Even I love that film. I love it. And right. uh, as far as my third, um, damn, does... Uh, hold on. I don't know. I'm, I, this is tough because there's so many, so many that I want to mention. But to go to a third, I, I, I mean, I guess I could go with an Annabelle. I mean, I don't think it's worth that. Oh, wait. Right, I, right. I don't think it's it's <laughs> worth that. But but um, I do like uh, the the Jason films, Friday the Thirteenth. So okay. I, I, I'm gonna go with the first one. But uh, you can you can uh, you can go through all of those and watch them, and, and they're all dope. If you want to watch some bad ones. Uh, Mr. Gates gave us one earlier on, so I, I'll give you another one. Go watch Leprechaun. 
Any one of them. One, Love two, or three. Of course you do. Of course you She's do. Go watch hell. Lepre. <laughs> it is one of the dumbest movies ever created. In particular, Leprechaun in the Hood. Go watch right. that one. Right. How about okay, you, Mr. Yeah, Gates? What you got? Number one, horror film. It's foreign, so you got to read subtitles. Unless you speak Korean. Mm. And it is called A Tale of Two Sisters. I've never that seen it. That is like any. my number one horror movie of all time because it is both beautiful it is both scary and both i said both there's only two but the third it's um sad and the soundtrack is absolutely gorgeous and the visuals are gorgeous but it is scary and good it's well done and sad all of it it's all you get everything in one film uh a tale of two sisters uh number two i'm gonna go with uh, Halloween one, the first one. Okay, fantastic. Again, the first time you see it, it sticks with you. My mother took me to see that when I was four years old in the theater, right. and I remember, you know, being one of the few people that saw it before the craze happened, and they realized that, yo, this is a hit film, you know. Yeah. And um, third is gonna be tough, man. Third one. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up I'm gonna come up to a modern because it's you know like, it's easy to get the old vintage horror films you know because mm-hmm. a lot of it was the first time stuff was done so I'm gonna bring it a little bit more uh, within the last twenty years and I'm gonna go with the Babadook. The I, Babadook I don't know what that is. is. Oh, you never seen the Babadook, man? If you like nah. The Shining, you should like the Babadook because it has that All same right. eerie feeling. Um, you know what though? Hereditary. Oh, heredity. Is it heredity or hereditary? Um, it's hereditary. Yeah, that one is really creepy to me, too. Mm. Uh, he he has, a um, what's his name? The guy who made that film. He, he also did The Midsummer. Uh, damn, I feel I don't know. so disrespectful not remembering his name. Um, but he, he, he has a way of um, directing directing and 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 um the, the, the music he uses too his sound like he knows how to make you feel Ari Aster that's his name Ari Aster um he knows how to make you feel uneasy the same way that Kubrick did in The Shining um so so definitely check those out and uh um, one, one more Mr. Gates that I just thought of uh oh, Dawn yeah, of the no. Dead the first the first one in in uh, I think it's a, it's a black and white film uh, they, oh, Dawn of the Dead, or yeah. or or uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Night. Mm. Mm. Dawn of the Dead was in color. Okay. Night of the Living Dead was the first one. It was the first zombie movie ever made. Like George Romero, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, invented yeah, yeah, yeah. the zombie. I think it's. I think it's Night of the Living Dead. Dawn of the Dead was um, the at the mall. Was that was that the one at the mall? Oh yeah, yeah. You talking about the remake when they remade yeah. it in like the nineties? Yeah, that one's dope. Oh man, I love, I love that, that film. One. Yeah, I that, love that's that film. a good. That was a good, uh, a good remake. Yeah, a good remake um, from from. I think it came out in the seventies or eighties. Mm-hmm. It's a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Dope. Uh, okay. Which again created the modern zombie as we know them today. And I don't. I think. I, I think I am Legend may have reinvented it because now these motherfuckers could run and jump. And they were like athletes. Which right. is absolutely horrifying because at least the walking ones you can kind of just you know seriously you gotta, like like the yeah. the the zombies in in the Walking Dead yeah. it's not that bad like I'm like all right like Push-overs. a zombie apocalypse I mean it sucks zombie apocalypse is gonna suck right but 
But you know these they can they could barely walk. They're decomposing. You can fight a bunch <laughs> right. of them. But then right. you turn into freaking uh, what is it? Twenty eight days later, you got a freaking problem, that's right? That's what did it. Twenty eight days later, yeah. Those right. Are the, that that's where they were reinvented. I could be right. wrong, but that was the first time we saw the running you know what, zombies. Man, see, now you got me on this horror kick, man. Okay, hold on. I gotta add something <laughs> here. All right. All right. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, mm. audience. You guys can answer this too. Greatest vampire movie. Oof. You only get Oof. one. Um, no, no. I you know what? I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna give you three. Three All top right. vampire movies. I think. I think we only need one. It's an Interview with a Vampire. Oh, is is damn. is is the best vampire movie. It, that's a fantastic freaking film. But then there's Lost Boys. Oh wow! Forgot about <laughs> Lost Boys. Then there's yeah, Bram Stoker's and, Dracula. And the soundtrack for Lost Boys is oh, dope. It now is fantastic. Right? Did you see right. my post on Instagram today? No, I didn't. I'm not on Instagram. I'm, I'm barely on Instagram. What'd you do? Uh, you, just, you just go look at it. It's, it's about the I Lost will. Boys. It's hilarious. All right. No, the Lost <laughs> Boys is definitely worthy. It's up there as, as what about a, Fright as a vampire. Night? Um, Fright Night's cool. You know, From it's, the 80s. it's yeah, I remember it. Um, it's cool. Man, um, it's like one of yeah, the I guess. You know the 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 third um you know the third spot could, is debatable. People could fight over it, but uh, uh, interview with a vampire num- is number one. For, I, I, I mean, yeah, that's I, just I, an excellent film. I right. I forgot about that, and I can't disagree. I, I love that film. So right. well done, and um, I actually read the book, and it's much different. Let's just say really? that it's much more LGBTQ friendly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you know they were lovers? That's what happened with Lestat and 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 the Brad Pitt character. They were lovers right, that right. whole time. And I was like, oh, I said that makes sense. Right, That's that does why, make a lot of sense. Yeah, when Antonio Banderas' character came in, he's like, like in love with him. I was like, oh, so this is LGBT. It was before it was cool to show that stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so Oof, yeah. I, can, I can see the remake coming. <laughs> right, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, they gonna get down. Starring Little Nas down. X. <laughs> right, it's happening. Right. No disrespect <laughs> to the LGBTQ. I'm oh just no, no, absolutely not. Yes, they, they not. just, you know. They 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 completely admitted that from the um, well they hinted that if you watch it again they hint at it and you're like oh so they were like mommy and daddy to this little girl. well you know that, that's the, that's the lore with the vampires because it's a they, you know um, today on on the Travel Channel don't ask me why the fuck I'm watching the Travel Channel it's, it was just on in the background while I was doing some homework and they were doing uh you know talking about about um vampires and the origin of vampires and they go back to Transylvania and Vlad the Impaler of course you know and all this other stuff but you know they talk about why people are so obsessed with vampires and I think it's sex because vampires are very sexual creatures and they will have sex with men and women it doesn't really freaking matter to them and they're all typically beautiful right well at least the new incarnations because you have some very ugly incarnations of vampires but but of recent times, vampires are, are just gorgeous men and women uh, that live forever. And yeah. they're very seductive, you know. And I, I think that's a part of it. While people love, people love sex, and I think that's why they love vampires, because vampires are sexual. Well, yeah. That's granted you were good looking when you got bitten, because you'd just be young and ugly forever otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not just going to make you beautiful. You're like, damn, what did you do to me? Listen. <laughs> right. I gotta live like this for the rest Dude, of my life a, forever. Like that a, is a funny comedy. That's that's a comedy. The ugly vampire. Like dang, that's dang. his beef. Is like, why did you bite me? I was about to kill myself. 
because I'm <laughs> ugly. And then all y'all are beautiful and I got to live with y'all and I'm ugly forever. <laughs> right? Torture. <laughs> right. Dude, it's so funny. You just said torture and then somebody just texted me torture at, right at the same moment you said it. Why would somebody text you torture? Because she's doing a job she doesn't want to do. And she said, this is torture. Oh, I get <laughs> so, it. Like, okay. Good. Dope. Uh, okay. Wow. That's Incredible. So I guess on that note, it's time to end the show. Billy, thank you so much for answering the call, man. I hope you enjoy Halloween with the kids. I know I will. I'm going to, buddy. I'm, uh, I'm going to. There's this thing here in the Bronx, right? Uh, right. The Bronx Zoo. They do yeah, boo yeah. at the zoo. It's really cool. You know, um, it's, you know, it's very safe. You know, so we're 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 going there. We're going to the zoo since we're members of of the zoo here in New York. You know, so we're gonna go to do boo at the zoo with the kids. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna get candy. You know, it's gonna be dope. And and on Saturday, I'm thinking about going down to uh to uh Ed and Ed and Lorraine's place. You know, and and see what's going down over there. I'd like that very much. One day, I want to go roll up to Amityville. I want to do that. I'm gonna. I love Halloween, and and it's it's the kickoff. To the best part of the year, in my opinion, right. it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. You know, so it's right Halloween on. is that is that deciding that 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 line you know that needs to be crossed. Halloween, once that happens, it's full speed ahead. So I, I love Halloween. I can't wait. I'm gonna have a blast. I know you are too, sir. Yeah, yeah. Got my party. Got my my house party coming. Uh, I just did the party for the kids last weekend. So this weekend is for the adults. Uh, <laughs> check my Instagram so you can see what I'm gonna be. Oh wow! And yeah, that's what's up. Check check my Instagram so you can see what I'm gonna be. I'm gonna what be something gonna be? dope this year. I can't. I'm not gonna tell you, Mr. Okay, Gage. You're gonna okay. have to check my Instagram and find out. And anybody else that wants to listen, you got to check my Instagram. That's at Billy Ray Three K. I think. I'm not even sure. Just try. I think it's Billy Ray Three K, or right Billy on. Ray Three Thousand. Billy Ray something or other. Regardless, um, right if you don't check it, I'll tell you the next week what I'm what I was. So. Right on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Tell your friends about it. The Pair Awareness Podcast. You can also find us, both of us, over at Aftermath.fm. Download the app. 24 hours of talk radio, seven days a week. All you need is an internet connection. Can you dig it? All right, Billy. <laughs> I will talk to you soon. Buddy. Talk to you soon, buddy. Right on. Bye. Bye.